They've taken the P. Diddy New Year's Eve party from us? What the hell? This is the last straw. Um, Hi, folks. Welcome to How I Hear It. My name is Jordan. I'm Max. I'm folks. And uh, this is... Oh, Shy-Fi fucked it up. (laughs) This is realistically probably not our last podcast. Our last podcast being recorded in the year 2020, but more than likely you will hear it in 2021. Even more likely than that, you will hear this in 2031 maybe when... People are going back through our archives, diving into, you know, uh, the early stuff as, as you do. What I heard is actually that, that this episode in particular has already been slated to be added to the um, the satellite that we send out with, like, all the best of, like, art and music and, and antiquities and everything like that. So that if there are, if there is other life on, or, like, on other planets, that this is what they'll encounter. So we already have a spot saved on that. Um, yeah. satellite on that little rocket i mean if you do the math of how many high schoolers and how many high schools there are in all of the states and all of the united states and think about all of the the time capsule projects then you can only imagine that this planet is riddled with time capsules and ephemera. there's minimum 30 high schools there's no more room here in the usa we're, sh- yeah. <laughs> we're shooting yeah. it all into the fucking outer space at this point uh, yeah, that's that's where that's where all of our waste goes now too. This is gonna be uh, we're gonna talk about 2020. Uh, hopefully not in the way that you think. We don't have any best albums or songs or artists. Honestly, everyone did no. a terrible job this year. Um, in spite of it, so all. terrible that I didn't even um, listen to anything. That's yeah. our that's our judgment. We won't even, we refuse to make lists. The uh yeah, right. the output the content was so bad that we refused to even create a list for it. Um, but we're we're going right. to talk about just stuff we liked, stuff that um, we got something out of, uh, and like different music events. Yeah, stick around for that. Um, first, I need to uh, we're gonna, we were talking about this just before the episode. We talked about this a bunch. Uh, we're going to raffle off uh, some information about the podcast that uh, <laughs> you may not know. We're going to take some of our Patreon members, and we're going to. What I did basically is I just I got an algorithm online and I put all of the names into the algorithm. I hit enter uh, digital hat my computer. I turned off the, the screensaver. It's been running twenty four seven. It's hot to the touch, and it's <laughs> come up with a name. Uh, that is the the fairest way to do it. Uh, and I would do uh, a drum roll, but I don't think that's going to be very good audio. The name, yeah, it would be terrible audio. I think. Uh, we come up with that. <laughs> Jeffy D is our Patreon oh winner my God. for this one. Yep. Wow. Wow. It, it could only be you. Um, so we want to share with you, Jeff, that uh, everything on the podcast, statistically, this year has been our biggest year. We're up 999% in listeners, 999% Woo! in streams, 999% in... Um, I, I, you know, every category across the board. This is the biggest uh, year for how I hear it. Broke the statistics engine on Spotify. 
from that's, that's the right. only takeaway I had from looking at my, our year end wrap up for the podcast. Um, stonks going up. Stonks are going up. So congratulations, Jeff. Uh, you won. It could only be you. It, yeah. Thank thank you, Jeffy D. Um, I think that means you win a well before the pandemic. That would have meant that you would win uh, an exclusive VIP ticket to our How I Hear It cruise. Unfortunately, that's been canceled due to the um, you know fake news, lion media, and the you know. So you know whatever that's I guess you you, you miss out on that. But what you will eventually get, I think, is um, a guest spot, uh, maybe even your own episode. We've been talking about it. I mean, you know, we haven't finalized anything yet, but yeah, for one episode only, uh, it's a two-way gift. Max will step down, and that's correct. Be in the just be in the audience of it all, and you will be Max. I'll still I'll still be talking and trying to share everything, but my mic will be turned off. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so so yeah. Um, <laughs> I also glad we got I that out of the to, way before we get into it. I was going to do one of our favorite games, the last one of the year. Uh, Max oh, can I just say facts. first though? Can okay. I just say? Can I just say that if you do ever want to get in any future uh, raffles, um, the way you know you would do that by going to patreon.com forward slash how I hear it pod, and then uh, for the low low price of one dollar, um, you would be able to enter that raffle. Um, your chances go mm-hmm. up, obviously, the more that you contribute. That's um, HTTPS yeah. colon backslash backslash <laughs> www.patreon.com slash how I hear it pod. I'm pretty pretty sure it's forward slash in all cases, but yeah, exactly. That's why I can't get onto any of my sites. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but also, anyway, yeah, I'm sorry. Also, you can find there, even from this episode, we're going to be posting on our Patreon uh uh, public facing you don't have to be a member you don't have to subscribe to any of the tiers we have a playlist of just like weird holiday and christmas music that i wanted to put up um yep. and that's just for you to enjoy you have to go to our patreon page to find it but it will be there uh and we'll hopefully go along with this episode and guide you through the beginning of 2021 yeah you didn't think that we'd let you get into 2021 without a special gift from your favorite how i hear it hosts because <laughs> not this year all right <laughs> oh man Woo. um look out look out the mess calls talking um Woo-hoo-hoo. so i want to do max's music facts if you're up for it yes i'm so do you want up to for it? i think i won last time i always explain the rules do you want to explain the rules yeah so what happens is uh you read a number of headlines, um, and I don't get to add, like, new rule is I don't get to ask any context, but what I have to do, you give a selection of three headlines related to uh, the music biz, the show biz, and then I have to guess which one of them is from the Lion Fake News Media, uh, namely the Jordan Times, right. the Jordan's Brain right. Glo- Global Times. Exactly. I think I really bungled that. I think it's really unclear um, what the rules are. <laughs> so but I'm going to read three <laughs> headlines. Two of them are true. One of them is false. And it's up to you to, to decide, to determine uh, yes. which one is going to be the false one. Uh, so let's go into it. 
Uh, I guess here here's going to be the, the Max's Music Facts uh, introduction music. Oh, man. Oh, it's so good every time. Yeah. Um, so, number one, rock group Kiss urge fans mm. to do us a favor and mask up. Mm. Wow, that's... Okay, sorry. I'm, I'm going to not say anything. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> uh, number two, Little Pump is banned from flying jet blue for not wearing a mask refusing to wear a mask little pimp as uh trump called him yeah little pimp <laughs> <laughs> oh man um uh, and diddy p diddy uh insists on throwing his annual new year's eve party and says i will not change my mind oh wow that's it's all covid stuff go figure yeah 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 Right. I mean, you know, it's hard to avoid. It's spreading like a virus, honestly, all this COVID stuff. Yeah. Um, hmm. The kiss one, the kiss one seems kind of innocuous. Uh, and again, these aren't questions. I'm just, you know, thinking out loud. Oh, no, yeah, absolutely. So it, it, it makes me kind of want to, you know, say that that's, I mean, but, you know, sometimes you throw those in just because it's like, I might not guess it because it seems a little bit less interesting. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, I bet what I was going to say originally when you brought it up was like, how are they going to kiss, you know, like if they're wearing a mask? Um, so that, you know, I mean, Little Pimp would definitely have been kicked off of an airline and it would be are on you the asking no-fly how list. Is the, how is the band Kiss going to kiss or how are they going to be yeah, Kiss? How, oh, well, I think, you know, every show that they've ever done, they've all done a, that thing where like four of them each kiss each other on the lips at the same time am i wrong yeah, about there's, that there's a lot of tongue that's where their name comes from sure yeah yeah um so so but they're asking everyone to mask up that's possible i guess i would just be amazed if p diddy were to defiantly hold a new year's party in straight up defiance of what i imagine i mean i'm guessing this is what happened in new york right is that does he live in new york uh, okay I, i'm not yeah, asking a question i'm just thinking headline. out loud yeah. don't say anything about new york i'm headline. gonna have to say it's yeah i think but but rich people make their own rules you know okay maybe okay maybe the funniest thing would actually be if kiss Ah oh, man, this is tough. This is tough. Ooh, okay. I'm I'm gonna have to go with my gut on this and say that. No, no, I can't. I cannot go with my gut because I, my gut is usually wrong. I can't wait to <laughs> to put like uh, ding ding ding. That's yeah, probably, yeah. That's okay, fine. Trademarked, fine. right? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Um. Okay, I'm going with Kiss. Kiss did not say mask up. Eh. Damn Wrong. it! Damn it! They, Damn uh, it! Kiss so it posted a photo on their way to their flying to Dubai, <sighs> I think, to do a a live stream concert. They, this is supposed to be their farewell tour this whole year, and this is oh like, man, they didn't get to do any of it, but they are going to do this live stream, and it costs like forty dollars for a virtual ticket, <laughs> and Oof. then the the scale of that Wait. goes up to a thousand dollars, where you get like before you describe the huge bonus package, and you get to uh, like video chat with them somewhere later down the line. 
But before you describe the image, or I don't know if you were planning on it, but I'm picturing like a mask with just a hole and Gene Simmons' big ass tongue coming through the hole. No, I mean they. It's really just looks like four old guys at an airport. Oh, okay, that's yeah. sweet. I guess. Yeah, I don't know. So which so? But they said so, like, do us a favor, mask up. And they were like, I'm tired of hearing this shit. And like uh, Paul Stanley, I think, went on record <laughs> saying like. You know, I don't really care if you think it's infringing on your rights. It's ridiculous to think that. You know, like, he had this very, like, um, I'm tired of the, the hoax bullshit. I'm tired of all that stuff, mm. which I think for them. Oh, that's kind of nice. They're definitely not, like, liberal or they, I mean, you would assume would be conservative, right? Right. But they're above politics. I understand. Yeah. You, you yeah, reach a certain great. age. Sometimes you just say, ah, forget about it. Yeah. So was the lie the the p diddy the lie was p diddy god he did post on his instagram uh correct i was talking about this the other day that there's only two sort of posts that a lot of these older guys uh in music who have like achieved a certain level of fame have and one is this like somber like waxing poetically Mm. kind of thing where you're making some big statement about like you know like go and let god and like do this you got to do this or right. it's all caps and Diddy's was right. I am not throwing my New Year's Eve party this year. <laughs> I will not change my mind. Dot dot dot. <laughs> like like not happening. As though Love like it. people are like beating down his door to say like you you must disobey the law to hold your famous New Year's Eve party. Totally. Wow. So, huh, I wonder if that's like a gendered thing too where it's like cuz like that's like old musician dudes and then maybe there's like you know uh, a kind of a different practice that that other you know like over the hill stars kind of like i don't know like you, you can either kind of go the, like the dolly parton route and become you know like an icon uh for yeah for but is dolly's never going people, to or, get on instagram or twitter and like go all caps yeah like i just saved true. a child from getting hit by a bus ah <laughs> like, like that's not something she's right. gonna do that's I guess it's a weird other people view are doing into Diddy's personal life where he has to post I'm not throwing a fucking party. Don't show up. Right. Like would people have shown up? Right. You know, if he didn't No mask. It's not even sending out an invite. All the it's, celebs. It's just posting don't show up. I'm not fucking <laughs> yeah. doing it. I don't care what you've heard, I'm not throwing my party. Yeah. It's it, but it's still kind of like a humble brag. You know, a little bit, even though it isn't all caps. It's yeah, like, like every year. This was the biggest party. <laughs> yeah. Everybody looks forward to it every year. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. And then, yeah, just like all like, that idea that like all the fans who were like, are, we're never going to be invited to this anyway. Yeah, you know, I, I can, can look, oh, I can man. scroll through Instagram and TikTok and <laughs> I can kind of feel like I'm there, you know? They've taken the P. Diddy New Year's Eve party from <laughs> us. What the hell? <laughs> this is the last straw. Man. Yeah, and I mean, in other music news, and looking for these headlines, um, and finding ones that that could stump you, you know, honorable it's a, it's mentions. A search for me. Yeah. There's also a big Ted Nugent one where he, <laughs> in the same video where he's trying to make this big pitch to hire him on Cameo because he's a real, he's not just boring man. He's a shit kicking rock star, and like in that same Ooh. video, he's also like, he goes on to say that George Floyd basically killed himself and like all this other. Oh terrible, my god terrible shit fuck that guy wow uh, i mean this is the thing like, sheep. some of these guys are okay well says yeah you know the, no government's gonna come at me with the needle you know what, what happens when the government comes at me with the needle oh she, 
what? I don't know what yeah, happens. I don't know. He Ted. didn't finish the sentence. I don't think that. <laughs> The, he, you know. does, does that is he trying to imply that he's gonna kill uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, a, a frontline worker like what? yeah I don't know it's really funny <laughs> like I ain't taking no vaccine yeah it is really funny the kind of like yeah like get off my porch yeah vibe when it's coming from someone who's so wealthy and famous when I, that's the far it's, end of it's the like, spectrum then behind that is like Van Morrison and, and Eric Clapton who put out a song that's like uh anti-lockdown because they think that right they're it's all about like they think that we're being lied to there's no virus blah 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 but then the flip side of that all of the proceeds from this single from like two of the huge the biggest artists of like the 70s right the proceeds go to uh, a fund a relief fund for i think uh london musicians so it's like well that's good but like all right i don't know (laughs) like uh, one of the lyrics I think that Clapton sings is like, "Would you rather be a slave or would you rather be a free man?" <laughs> what, you know, both of these what guys. If you're not a, what if you're who definitely know <laughs> the difference? What if you're not a man? <laughs> What's is there a third option? Because I might want that one. I don't know. There is no third option in rock and roll. It's either uh, everything's bullshit or everything's not bullshit. No third way. Nope. Well, right, that, well, that concludes the Max's uh, music facts for 2020, and the balance has been restored. Do you remember the Actually, I've, I'd, score? Yeah, go ahead. No, I, I always pretend that I do, and I don't. <laughs> we'll just call it a tie. I should, I should get like a whiteboard and put it right here on this, uh, on this shelf that I've got, and then just kind of like keep a tally, like a running tally. That but yeah, we'll, cool. we'll call it a tie. We'll say that, actually, we'll say that I'm still winning by one. Okay, just. I don't know. That's a guess. Yeah. But we'll go with that. And the next episode, we'll say, oh, well, you haven't heard these episodes yet because they haven't been released. But actually, uh, it's back to a time. How funny would it be if one of our many listeners uh, was keeping a running tally and was like, oh, come on. These fucking idiots (laughs) can't remember. It's obviously three, four, you know, in, in Max's favor. You know, someday, maybe 2031. Yeah, yeah, the aliens they'll they'll have a solid count when this goes out into the time capsule. Yeah, hopefully. All right. Okay. So, well, are we gonna take what are we talking about? Take a little break and then uh, oh, we'll yeah. come back on the other side with that. Uh, some of our thoughts on twenty twenty. Hey, catch you on the flip flop. We're back. <laughs> Wait, sorry, I'm really so, impatient. So much time has passed. <laughs> yeah, wow. Well, my beard is so long and gray. Wow. I I fell asleep for a second. Now I'm I rip Van Winkle. I took a nap. I did and it, did the dishes. I smoked a pack of cigarettes. It's yeah. It's I, fe- I fell asleep and it was uh it was like May 2020. You know what's gone? Has anything changed? Feel, things feel a little different. So, or March, or I don't know, whatever. I wanted to get your thoughts on this because it was something that I was thinking about. Um, Shoot, from this specific, this particular like Christmas and holiday season uh, mm-hmm. was obviously strange and different because of the pandemic, but also because of like the the 
uprisings, the different things that have happened socially, uh, especially stuff that's like uh, captured the attention of the mainstream media, like like BLM, you know, um, this whole summer was full of a lot of different protests and uprisings. But this Christmas, yeah. next to all of those BLM signs. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's the... <laughs> Jesus, Jesus Christ, <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> Hang on. This is just something we should we should schedule this in, and then someone could call in. Wow. But but so sorry, you were in the middle of your setup. Oh, it's fine. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. So you know, after a summer of uh, protests and uprisings. This winter, uh, I went to look at Christmas lights, as you do, mm. as one does. And um, right. one of the weird juxtapositions of this year is that there are, like, enormous holiday decorations. And then in the background, or sometimes even in the foreground, are these Black Lives Matter signs. And, hmm. uh, you know, diff- it, it's just a weird mix to me. I don't know if you've seen that at all. I think the only reason are that these I decorations saw it is like, because I was seeking it out. <laughs> like, I was seeking out the actual, are they, are these, like, lights. Are these residences? Yeah, like, there's one street in Alameda that's, like, everybody puts their houses, uh, the decorations up, and it's all, like, a, a huge production, you know? And there's people who have, like, light shows and, and uh, shit like that. But there's also, like, um, one lane in uh, Oakland that's like that, too, in the hills. Um, and I'm sure all over the place that there is this, like, weird juxtaposition of what we saw as the largest um you know for sure largest social uh movement of this summer or this year was the the black lives matter of of, you know of like a lot of people rallying behind that of course and there's no reason that you can't have both christmas decorations and black lives matter i just thought it was very strange to see you know everything jumbled together and into this big message because mm-hmm. of the same ones say like you know there's one that i saw that had all of the star wars characters out in front with santa hats on and it says it said droid to the world underneath and then you look in oh like my god you look behind that and like uh, there's like a spotlight put on a black lives matter poster in the window of this house and it's just a uh, spotlight you know the the art critic inside of me inside of that me uh wants to know what the artist's intent is there like you know what are what are we trying huh. to tell people when we have you know it's like you take your halloween decorations down and then you put your christmas decorations sure. up and we have our decorations right. from black lives matter we have our like uh symbols of allyship uh you know what whatever that might entail from specific scenario to specific scenario from person to person in these uh in these houses that are they're mostly in the suburbs as far as what I've been looking at and these are still in the window while we're putting up Christmas trees and, and, and lights and like reindeer and like, you know, little lit up penguins and all sorts of stuff. You know, there's all these like other, uh, pieces of Christmas paraphernalia that you put in your lawn and everyone has masks on them and stuff like that. You know, it's a very, it's, it's like a strange period specific found art gallery of some kind or like a right you know you know and i guess yeah yeah yeah. i wanted to ask you what you thought about the connection between or the cognitive dissonance between like celebrating the christmas holiday with like a laser light show that's gonna have uh 
Trans-Siberian Orchestra or something like that, you know, and the lights all go crazy. And, you know, in the midst of all that, there's like these big Black Lives Matter posters. You know, what does Christmas actually mean? Or or, or where does the, like, especially the black experience with policing and, and with so many other things this summer that we've all, like, taken to heart, it seems like, at least for the most part, uh, if we're putting signs up, we should be having uh, had that conversation or, or have that somewhere in our minds. What does that mean in the middle of like a Christmas holiday of like the season of giving and stuff like that? I just thought it was a strange right. uh, juxtaposition, and it made me think of like that funk song, uh, James Brown's "Santa Claus Go Straight to the Ghetto." You know, like mm-hmm. these messages mm-hmm. and like like. Uh, you know stevie wonder christmas albums that there is this other experience with christmas that isn't just frank sinatra sure yeah i mean i don't know like it brings up a lot of different things a lot of different directions to take that one that immediately came to mind was um the uh, you know sean king the uh the you know activist online activist guy yeah you know i'm talking about yeah so he, he do you remember did you hear about like when he came out and like made a tweet that was like we need to go into churches and and destroy all the images of the white jesus <laughs> i didn't see that did you hear this <laughs> i did not hear that not one. it wasn't it didn't really didn't really catch on not the, not the most popular um direct form of direct action yeah but you know I, like so so i guess you know like that line of thinking makes me think okay well <clears throat> what would you have people do you know or like right like you know but the the added detail that you threw in of the uh, having a spotlight on the Black Lives Matter sign seems like there's a special kind of like cognitive dissonance, yeah, happening there, <clears throat> where it's like, you know, here's my here's the droids to the world, droid to the world, lawn setup. But then also I'm like, like, like because you could do that and then just kind of like also by the way you you still have your Black Lives Matter sign up, you know, that's one thing. But then to be trying to light that, I mean, it, it makes me think of like uh, how during the L.A. or like right in the in the right after the L.A. riots uh, in 1992, I believe it was um, a lot of businesses put up signs that said black owned business, whether or not it was actually owned by black people or run by black. Sure, people. Right? Yeah. It, it was a kind of like an insurance. It was a kind of like a way of saying, like, look, like, don't don't worry. Like, I, you know, don't mess up my stuff. Like, don't I'm cool. Yeah. Do, like yeah it's a way of protecting your own property yeah yeah so that's one way of thinking about it um but another way of thinking about it is just like taking in the larger context of lawn decoration because what i've been seeing a lot of is people still have their 2020 election paraphernalia out sure right and so most of what that most of what i see is like huge celebratory you know banners of like biden harris 2020 that kind of stuff so, you know, there is this like, but like it, it kind of points to me to like we're in a little bit of like arrested development sure. yeah, I as mean, a country. And like we're kind of like frozen in time. Yeah, and there's the Biden-Harris stuff too where it's like all of this, you know, everything has become so elongated somehow, right? Mm-hmm. That it's all just, it all sort of like has to exist. Like all of these thoughts have to exist together. It's just, There's something right. really strange about how like listening to like joy to the world or, or like oh christmas tree and and like one of the main focuses that right. you have visually looking at someone's house and their christmas lights is like a black lives matter sign or, or like a biden harris like we won <laughs> like or like right by d- 
Dun. You know, like one of those ones where right. they like really, yeah. <laughs> really stretched it out, like to how we can right. actually use this. Uh, well, it's just yeah, it's very strange well, to me what the other- in the context of Christmas music, though. Also, because there is like, I think in what Christmas music has become, there is you know only a few names like Michael Bublé and and Frank Sinatra, and not right. that I'm a connoisseur or that I've really ever sought it out uh, ever. But you know, there's yeah. so I much mean, ever, e- more. Any artist, any artist whose work is sold in Starbucks. Yeah, that's. I think that's the sort of oeuvre, and that's what we tend to think of it as this commercial product, right? Every year, there's going to be, right. you know, someone's going to do a, a Christmas album. You have to, like Kelly Clarkson, probably has to do a right. Christmas album every two years to keep being to keep to own her name. She'd have to change her name if she didn't, or something, you know. Right, but like the, but there I, are I guess, like you know, these like, other Christmas. There's like the Motown Christmas stuff, and there's like Stax Records, and like sure these artists. Uh, not to say that there aren't artists now who are exploring the the depths of the Christmas genre, but but there were artists uh, not that long ago that wrote songs that that weren't just like Ru- Run Rudolph or you know like I guess right. that was that's my takeaway. That's what it's been is that there's like this other experience of christmas and it's very strange to see from the other side visually that they're like the two experiences are, are starting to come together in some way you know like that we have like these yeah. like really cool and yet relatively vague sentiments you know black lives matter but you right. know also droid to the world and also um, also droid to the world yeah. biden harris like uh very well, and, vague, and also like, pretty like meaningless on the face liberal ideas you know well that could speaking of liberal ideas speaking of liberal ideas the sign that i see a lot of uh here in santa cruz california is tell me if you've if you've seen this one i'm sure you have it it goes a little something like this in this house we believe black lives matter women's rights are human rights no human is illegal science is real love is love kindness is everything so and it's like in these like multiple colors and what i would love to see is that recreated on someone's lawn in lights because i think that's just begging to be done <laughs> i think it's first of all yeah it's been done at this point but you know it's but here's the thing you December know December 20 uh, like, like, it's been done it's been done yeah but, but i hate those signs um because and it's, it's like it like speaks to the polarization of this country you know what i mean that it's like it's so patronizing yeah and you know it, um yeah Sorry, go on. Science is real. Science is real. You know what I mean? Like, like all that kind of stuff is just like, like it, it, it makes me want to become an anti-vaxxer when I read that. You know what you I know, mean? It's, like, I'm not. It's bumper sticker level ideology stuff where it's not like you're not trying to have a conversation. You're not trying to really say anything meaningful. You're trying well, to and, like and who, pass who, who the, could you converse with? It's a you're passing. It it's along. a sign. You can't have a conversation. Yeah, you, yeah. You're passing. You're saying, leave me alone. You know, I think all of this. This is right. what I think. Leave right. me alone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and right. None of this like that radical or anything. You know, like science is real. There's no one coming up to right. your door saying like, "Excuse me, but uh, <laughs> I have a number of articles here that will prove right. to you without a doubt that science is not real." In fact, you know, right? Like no, right. no one's well, doing as though- that. You're not in any real danger of like having your ideas challenged or anything like that, or you know, of, of having to and like as though defend that, as your th- as though. Well, and as though that was the actual problem, right? Because <laughs> yeah, like the only difference, 
<clears throat> like the only difference between like the response that the Democrats are proposing to COVID and the Trump response is that that the Democrats supposedly believe that science is real. Yeah, that's literally the only difference. You know, every year I think there's Fox News has a war on Christmas that they selectively host right, and then which i love msnbc has a war on science that they selectively host of this thing. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah what about research again and it's like no one really cares right what who well, these guess, people are or what they actually think they just want they want to publicize the war because it's like way more right. interesting to think people you know what millennials aren't buying christmas trees anymore and some guy somewhere in like idaho is going what the fuck (laughs) like he's they spent all that money on avocado toast he's invested in christmas trees for the year right yeah 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 my my stocks and all the stocks that i'm holding in christmas trees are just tanking right now and he's he's uh, holding like literal physical uh tokens of stocks that are just pieces of wood or something yeah yeah, no, they're actually shaped like um, stockings on his mantle. Am I right? Uh, okay, that was off the top of my dome. Um, but another point that this raises for me is that to me, the holidays are always kind of melancholy. Or there's like, and I think this must be true for a lot of other people. And this is like gets to the heart of like, you know, like the because are you, you know, are you the kind like of cognitive a, dissonance a, a cold-hearted lawyer who's been discouraged from finding love and i've been called a grinch to a small town and your family is <laughs> just wants to connect and you just you can't get off the phone there's it's a lot happening back in the city and you know i'm constantly visited by three ghosts <laughs> three spirits <laughs> every year no but 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 look, I mean, but seriously, like I think like for a lot of people, like I think this is kind of what you're getting at with like the you know the James Brown Christmas song or whatever. Sure. Like like for 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 the majority of people who live in this country, um, they're basically poor. Like yeah. it, it doesn't like you know like especially like that's disproportionately in this year, especially the year that you know we put exactly. our Black Lives Matter signs up. Right, and so you know, and like what you know, like that's disproportionately true of you know various groups of people whether it's like black people or indigenous people or you know whoever but but generally i mean and the number is growing and like and it's most people who their you know their families struggle to do what they're supposed to do which is not just give each other a present but like have a pile of presents underneath an enormous tree that is decked out with the most you know fandangled um ornaments and everything and so i i mean literally i've always identified with the Grinch, literally, <laughs> and and I think a lot of people do. I've been seeing a lot of Grinch posting Damn. on the internet, and I and and I think that there's something really deep to that. I mean, I've I've always admired the Grinch because he, you know, he was on the outside, right, and and like like struggled to to understand, and like on some level just wanted to belong, just wanted to participate. I mean, if you if you know the story, then you know at the end that he helps carve up the roast beast. Yeah, you know what I mean. He really just wanted to be accepted. And I think a lot of Americans feel that way. They feel like they're on the outside of something that everyone else is on the inside of. And that's actually not true, that most people can't reach, can't, like, attain the um, the American ideal yeah. of not just one present, not just two presents, but being able to buy their loved ones and, like, and like buy, like, 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 represent their love with material objects. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that that failure to reach uh, any of those categories is on purpose. And is by design, mm-hmm. you know? 
Right. Right. Well, yeah, exactly. That, like, I mean, literally, like, you know, the economy, the way that people think about it would, would fall apart if, if all the money ever stopped flowing to the, to the 1%, you know what I mean? And, and if like, like what, what like kind of basically requires most people to be totally unstable and precarious all year round and then to struggle to, you know what I mean? Like, and, and like, meanwhile, we're all watching the same Christmas media. We're all hearing the same Christmas songs. We're all, and there's a, there's a dissonance that's always existed and, and and then somehow like insidiously a lot of Christmas media plays on that and is about like someone who just like like oh like they're kind of down on their luck and they just you know like they just ah oh, they just want to be able to do a little Christmas stuff and and like look like you know I love a Christmas Carol especially Muppets Christmas Carol like I I like that stuff you know yeah. what I mean like I I do it does warm my heart in certain ways because I identify with that desire to you know like like the of Tiny Tim and. You know what I mean? To like to to provide for for um for for your family, like like in the sense of like sure. you know being able to show them that you love them and and whatever else. But the lie of so many of those of of so much of that Christmas media is that you know that that will come through because yeah. it doesn't always. It's that right? it, it's just a time where you will no matter what you're able to feel good because it's Christmas and. You know, right. without even delving into the religious belief be behind that, because I don't even think it's Christmas. Christmas coincidence? I don't think so. I don't even think it's relevant at this point. It's just a consumer holiday, you know. Uh, yeah, no, no, that's true. That's true. And it's like, yeah, this hasn't existed for a long time. I think that yeah, the interesting thing is now, visually, cognitively, I guess maybe it's hard for just me and maybe no one else. Uh, maybe not hard, but you know, like I've noticed that there is this uh, strange, like, mixture of of symbols that we're putting out on our lawns and, sh- and trying to showcase to right. the world. And I think that's really interesting. That's why you need to go to https colon forward slash forward slash www.patreon.com slash search uh ampersand equal sign bar forward slash and search for how i hear it podcast i think that's and i think that's the easiest way to get there is that the easiest way i think uh <laughs> the other way to try it would be https colon forward slash forward slash www.patreon.com slash login question mark forgot okay. password yeah. forward slash that's how i get okay. in that's how I'm right. able to get in. Um, so if I can't get in, then you can't get in. And I hope that works. Um, but no, if you want to check right. out, uh, we do have a playlist of exclusively weird Christmas music, uh, uh, you know, soul Christmas music, uh, Christmas music that isn't Michael Bublé or, or Sinatra or Kelly Clarkson. Or we got that, what do we got? We got fine. We got new metal. Stuff. We have songs from TLC, yeah, we got new metal, Sharon Jones and the Dap Kings. We've got Blink-182 on there. We've got a King Diamond song. Corn. We've, We've got Corn. We've got the Kinks. We've got Typo Negative. The ends of the earths. Of the, of the earths. <laughs> we've gone to the ends <laughs> of the earths of both of them, and we found these songs, and we put them in a list for you. You just have to look at our stupid fucking Patreon page. 
Right. And you're going to find songs that uh, are heartwarming. You're going to find songs that are melancholy. You're going to find songs that run the emotional gamut. You're going to find um, punk punk bands trying to make a Christmas statement, um, which is one of my favorite things is just like when punk bands do like a love song or like a ballad or like that kind of stuff, like wh- whether or not it's, you know, good for your ears. It's always funny to me to just like to just to just think about like, yeah, like. You know, here's here, you know here's a guy whose name is like Gerald Heck, you know what I mean? And they just you know like, and they just like feel like that you know. But this I guess this is another interesting thing, right? Is that whether it's you know James Brown or, or whoever, like as an artist, the best selling work that you'll do tends to be this kind of like holiday album, right? There's a real commercial incentive. Sure, there to just there like, to tap in feelings to to capitalize upon you know right and like if you can like make sure that you at least like get that paycheck from being on a a holiday compilation like that's just like money in the bank true you know yeah yeah so that's my little materialist analysis for you (laughs) perfect hey you know yeah it's like it's uh santa what about marks all right wow yeah think about think about that wow i know they both have beards well that wraps up our segment I'm going to call Christmas with the Cranks 2. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. Um, do you have... No, I, I call it I call it National Lampoon, uh, the Christmas one. That's what I call it. Christmas one. The Christmas one. Another one. <laughs> do you have a, a list of things? Do you want to... Um, I've got a couple what things. What do you have for me? Yeah. I think I feel like well, I'm just gonna hit yeah, go you ahead. with stuff. You hit me with okay. stuff. Okay. Then we'll go back and forth. And I follow. You know, so I guess yeah, like this is things that I got, things that you got out of uh, 2020, out of this year, where you know we saw a, a lot of venues close. Uh, we saw a lot of a lot of shifting in how music was gonna work and. You know, I think neither of us really keeps up with contemporary music as much as most people probably probably do, you know? I don't I don't even really try, honestly. I don't really try anymore either. I just I go where I go where I want. <laughs> I I, say, I go where my heart leads. I'm gonna try to listen to this Brian Brian Emo album again. I'll try it again. Hell yeah. And then if that doesn't work, I'll try it again next year. That's right. And that's the American way. Yeah. But you have a, a few things that you you got out of yeah. this year. Yeah, I um most of them are just like uh accounts that I follow on on the internet. And this is something like generally that I want to talk like I only have a couple of things that, so I might run out of things sooner than you do, but So there might um, be a lot of, a lot of like, blank space at the end of this podcast and we, <laughs> yeah, we it's would just gonna be a sort of staring if you at would each listen other to the end so that we can right. get a full well, stream. There's a certain warmth um uh, of the silence but um but yeah a lot of stuff like that i've been doing has just been like scrolling on my phone uh this year unfortunately i'm trying to like i'm trying to break the habit but um something that has brought me some joy is this account on instagram where i spend a lot of my time um and you can find it under the handle otota rock that's o t o t a rock all one word that's your and instagram it's, account um that's my instagram account i am an 8 year old uh, Japanese kid 
Um, no, but this kid, um, Ototaro uh, Miyaki, is an eight-year-old guitarist, and him and his sister, whose name I'm, um, I actually don't know, um, but they are just, like, extremely, extraordinarily cute, and he, like, is kind of, he's just kind of a shredder. He shreds on his guitar. He's got this cool, like, um, yellow guitar. I don't know what the style, of, like, the shape of the guitar is. I don't know enough about guitars, but it's, like... You know, very angular, um, and it's full, and it's got it's yellow with uh, red hearts on it. And him and his sister will just like, you know, play classics, play play a bunch of rock songs. Um, and his like his sister is I I wish I had actually like thought about this to to look up her name um, to see if it was on there because she's my favorite, even though it's maybe not her account because she um, always is like giving you like the the kiss kind of style grimace of like sticking her tongue out and like like doing like the the rock star sneer um and uh, one of the latest videos she's uh got like i think it might have been like, a christmas gift or something but she's got a like a uh uh like a samurai sword like a katana like a plastic katana that she's like whipping out and wielding um but it's just like seeing these kids first of all makes me extremely jealous that i was not um i didn't have like you know this kind of cool guitar and like a pedal board and all this kind of stuff at eight years old but also just you know it gives me hope yeah. Um, it, 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 I I love to see young people playing music. I love to see, and actually, actually, this I think I originally found them through Dust to Digital, um, which is uh, a really cool account that is kind of like always sharing like archival, um, you know, music like stuff stuff from the dusty archives of of music history, um. And so, and also like newer stuff like this. So I would, I would actually recommend that one as well. So it's kind of a, kind of a related shout out. These two Instagram accounts that are, are paired together uh, in a certain kind of way in my heart. So what do you think like um, the difference yeah. between uh, experiencing music, like or interacting uh, on the level with music on Instagram and, and versus like, you know, Spotify or, or, or Apple music or, you know, what difference mm-hmm. has there been for you? Do you feel like you're like seeking things out? Or is it more like you're just kind of like letting it happen? You you know you're waiting for a post, or, or when it happens, it happens. Like, well, yeah, I mean, like this is actually kind of what I was have been thinking about more than just like these individual examples of things that I enjoy. I mean, like because the the whole no the whole form of like um, scrolling the, the whole practice of scrolling is just like you know you follow certain things and it recommends other things for you that you might like that are related and then you can kind of just passively encounter stuff that you're likely to enjoy um yeah and that's true whether it's spotify or i mean that's just the model that's just, right? what's, that's just what's great about the internet that's just what we love so much <laughs> about it no i mean yeah like, I guess on Instagram in some ways I feel like I have a little bit more control um, because I'm like kind of more consciously aware of the things that I'm following um, and then I, and like I'm quickly scrolling past things that like don't interest me or, or that kind of stuff. But um, but I mean I've actually been thinking a lot more about Spotify recently because when I was looking back at this year in music um, for me. And I know I'm like I'm going on for a super long time, and we haven't gotten to your thing yet. And so oh, maybe I'll like I'll, I'll maybe I'm not like spiel my whole spiel about this, but I for this last year I've kind of come back to being a music fan in a lot of ways. I mean I've always like I, I never stopped liking music, but I kind of 
reached a point where I felt like I was just listening to the same stuff over and over again, the same, like, I, like I'd got, I'd, and the other thing is like when I was an undergrad, I, um, wrote a paper, huge paper about the band war. And I was, I was listening to, all the time to like 1970s era funk music. And like that, that just became like everything that I listened to. And I just like got really, I, I still love it, but I just got really tired of it. And I was like, I don't, I don't know how to break out sure, of this but it was like, rut until like, you were also studying it, you know? Right. Right. Yeah, no, I know, but but then like it just but it came to replace my kind of casual enjoyment of music in general. So I, I just kind of felt like, well, I guess I'm just not a music fan anymore. Like I've, I haven't discovered any new stuff for such a long time. When this year was a year of like me and like and like starting to do the podcast was a big part of that. But like deciding that you know what I c- I can still discover new stuff and and I guess new to me because it, a lot of it isn't that new. But um, that's also meant like recovering a lot of stuff that I used to listen to a lot and that I kind of decided was lame, including, um, new metal and a, a new term that I've learned this year, which is groove metal. I don't know if you've ever heard this. I think it's just like another way of saying new metal. That's like trying to get away from that label, but like, yeah, rhythmic kind of like funk metal kind of stuff. Like, um, I guess was what like, sits yeah, under yeah. the, the groove metal moniker, like what, what gets that rage against the machine? Is that funk metal? Rage, rage, yeah, I mean it's it's all just like different ways of I think trying to avoid the new metal label because it's like so broad I guess and also just so like attached to like Linkin Park and and you know whatever like your least favorite kind of these bands is Corn you know Mud Band um, but I, Mud Mud Band is that what you said or Mud Vein is that what they're called Mud <laughs> Mud Band yeah that's my joke no I mean I <laughs> I loved I loved that stuff when I was an adolescent you sure. know. Um, and so I'm coming back to that and saying like, oh man, this stuff is good. I like it. It, it, it does something for me. Um, and, and it, like, it, it gets me in a way that, uh, you know, I think I've talked before, like, like Red Hot Chili Peppers are like a really important part of my formation as a music fan. Um, but like, the, like there's something about like hardcore punk and thrash metal and stuff that like. I've kind of like dabbled around the edges of, and I've like learned to appreciate it more, but it didn't, it never grabbed me in the same way as like rage against the machine, um, or stuff that like was like, had a little more complexity in terms of like the, like interlocking rhythms and that kind of stuff. Like, I mean, like maybe that, maybe that's a mischaracterization, but like less of like a kind of like wall of sound experience. Um, and, and a little bit like, like, you know, starts and stops and, um, you know, like, like even like Fugazi and like other, like like post punk stuff like that that just like has a little m- more melodic, rhythmic, um, something for me to grab onto that was like familiar to me as as someone who came up really loving totally. actually that verse, I guess. Totally. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, I totally feel you. I mean, and I've had I think a similar experience where I don't know if it's just this year. I think I I ebb and flow a lot where I'm like very adamant about trying to find new stuff to listen to and i'll like make a list i'll say this is this this is what i'm gonna check out uh and then i'll lose that list and then i'll remember like (laughs) half the things and i'll check them out but you know like there's always i just i feel like there are all these there's these lists at the end of the year and it, it doesn't really make a difference to anyone who isn't keeping track of like what their q4 like like profits right you know like the best albums of 2020 doesn't make any fucking difference to me or you because i could listen to that in five years and i could think oh shit 
you know what <laughs> this is a good record you know and this is the best record right. that i heard this year this is like the more impactful one you know it's, it's stupid to put anything on the spectrum of like best to worst or, or like rated out of 10 or right. like how what, what would it look like in a, in a list of five you know none of that really matters yeah. because music isn't uh something that really fits into a category in that way it's all very personal and like and thinking that you can like try to sort of put it on these different pedestals or, or, or create these like trophies is really just taking away from the uh any artistic involvement at all you know and that's why we have like you know the barack obama top albums of the year you know or top song oh my <laughs> like God. His playlist like that's why we have stuff like that is because this guy can just use that stuff to say i'm a regular i'm a regular ass person you know uh well and but isn't uh, it interesting yeah, though that I, like, I, like i love listening to anything uh travis scott uh, <laughs> but, travis scott's great uh had have y'all ever heard of uh, Fleetwood Mac? <laughs> but um, <laughs> and it's, it, all it is but, but, is like political tra- and social traction for him. Like he can just seem like I think a that's cool a, guy. But I think that's interesting because I think uh, you know maybe ten years ago or something like that, it wouldn't have been exactly the same because yeah, um, it only recently had everyone felt an expectation to be a critic, to like to give ratings to things. You know what I mean? Like so like like to be like our own like needle drop or like pitchfork or whatever like for a long time i don't i don't know if there was an assumption that everyone had to be like like have like an encyclopedic understanding of the origins of all these different genres and you know what i mean like 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 i think that used to be more of a niche do you mean um and more people just like enjoyed music like how recently i think that's true for sure i think it's okay to just enjoy stuff and to like when you're not enjoying something just to not enjoy it like like there's no problem with right with sitting with something right. that's bad and you know that there's a real disconnect with feeling like you can get something out of something you don't like you know or even right. if it's just like the lesson of oh well i you know i don't like this but I, I think pitchfork and rotten tomatoes have been around for long enough that there is definitely a culture of you know what is what would this look like out of 10 or you know I think right. people are, are I, I just trained like to think ex- of things in that way, and it really doesn't mean anything yeah. other than should I buy this album or should I not buy this album? Well, and like it's just, it's just easier than ever to see what other people's opinions about this kind of stuff are, and and it really can poison. Like if if you like have a like this happens to me all the time when I have when I know what other people who I like think about something before I go into watching it or listening to it or whatever kind of media it is, it it. I, you can't help but change your your own perspective and like like kind of like totally. try to like like no matter what your taste is like you you try to like make it fit with the people who you admire um and i think that that, that is the experience that is like is easier than ever to have um with like the pro- proliferation of all these different like um you know apps and and, si- and social media sites like I, I recently started logging reviews compulsively on letterbox which is like you know like why like i don't know like no one's reading them you know like uh, there's no point it just makes me feel like you know like 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 someone as someone who feels like they want to be doing that kind of stuff like i I, like it appeals to my frustrated sense that like no one's listening you know what i mean like it's like like okay maybe no one's listening now but like you know that once they like once i'm famous you know like they'll they can return to that and be like oh my god like wow these were the best takes ever you know what i mean or, or i don't oh, know for sure yeah i mean so. i mean 
so yeah i mean yeah and i've definitely written my fair share of reviews of albums and and things like that but i've never really wanted to contribute to like the the you know how many stars does this get or something like that like i've always felt right. that there is more you can get out of just talking about what something did to you like how did you connect with an album how did you connect with a movie or like what did you right, right, right. get out of a uh, character that you saw in something like there's just more to that even though it will be a personal and private experience that no one else will ever have the same way that you did right. never right. i mean that's that's right. why this is great right like it's incredible because no one will hear the same like stupid fucking song the way you do no one like right. no other person can right. possibly could never happen will never happen and at the same time right. trying to give it some rating is, is ridiculous because everyone's going to get something different out of it so i've always felt that there's no real purpose in building a you know the the top 20 albums of 2020 like are they just are they just the albums that sold the most or like are they the, the well, ones that could get you the most like clicks per web page or per article so you can sell that back in like the publications media well, kit to this, the advertisers and, the, and then you get more advertising money for next year i don't know it's like in my mind what about what about this though yeah like have you heard of robert what's his name chris Tigau? you know what i'm talking about yeah. like very famous uh reviewer he did like yeah. the consumer report right sure and and he would give everything like a a minus b like like letter grades and it was like it was like geared toward this notion of like and, and i think he's really smart like i've read a lot no, of his it, reviews and i think they're they're really really good great writer, yeah. and, but, but they're geared toward, they're, they're great he's a great uh you know music writer but I, and and critic and i think but it was all geared toward like okay should you buy this is this worth buying and i think he was able to do it he's like one of the first to be doing that kind of thing i think in, in and to do it so well but it was it's i think in some ways i understand how we're being pushed toward that now when there when we're so much more is easily available to us because there's this i experience this all the time of feeling overwhelmed like i'll right. never be able to listen to everything and there's more coming out all the time sure. so i and and we have to like you know to figure out we need people's help this is i understand this impulse really deeply to like I need someone to guide me to tell me what the best ones are going to be so that I don't waste my time listening to the to this bad crap or whatever. And and I I'm with you that I think it's necessary to kind of resist that impulse in a variety of ways. Um and to say like, well, I just enjoy what I enjoy and I'm just going to fine, I'm just going to listen to I'm going to listen to the same Brian Eno record that I try to listen to every year or whatever it is, you know. <laughs> I try to get something I, I think that's different good. out of it every year, you know. And and like that's uh, it, totally I think for me and yeah. probably for you too that I have a backlog. Like there's a a backlog right. of stuff that I know I need to spend time trying and it's it's very hard mm -hmm. on top of working and you know finding the right mindset and, and all that stuff to actually like dive into a record you know I used to have a record player in my right. room I don't have that anymore I, I listen to, to a lot of music at work but it's mostly like one year only and so right. I, I tend to go for like podcasts and, and we all know podcasts are bullshit but like, yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, I was the, gonna say, I'm listening to stereo. I'm listening to songs on stereo and I only got one ear in. So I'm only hearing the bass and the vocals while we're, while we're recording. <laughs> I mean, no, I'm what? just kidding. No. Uh, but you know what I mean? Like there, it's hard to find the actual like personal time to listen to something yeah. and, and to give it like the attention yeah. that you want to. 
So I have a I have a backlog of stuff. Like right. I want to listen to mid career Bob Dylan. You know, like that's on my list. Same. Same. I want to dive into some of the stuff from like early '90s hip hop. I want to find out. Mm-hmm. I want to figure out where things started to really shift and change. And I, and I watch like documentaries. I've watched the stuff. I just it's stuff that I want to listen to and like try to track it for myself. I want to like right. challenge for myself with these different artists that I I have decidedly not liked. I want to listen to you two and like. And, and oh, like hell yeah. try to make the argument in my own mind that I don't like it. You know, like there's right, there's this backlog right. in my mind as, as someone who does want to listen to music. I think there's a difference between like mm-hmm. thinking that you're someone who's up to date on music. Uh, Cause I think that right. that also, that also just comes with a commercial connotation. Right. But if you, yeah, yeah. like, I just really want to, you know, I'm one of the real ones. I'm one of the cool ones. I just really like, oh, I really I like music, that, yeah. you know, you know me. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, there's people who like music, then there's yeah. Jordan. And then know? there's people like me who are just cool as shit. But you know well, what I mean? I, like, think, there's I think a backlog. Think, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's hard that you can't totally. keep up with everything coming out because there's a, a fucking backlog uh, and time keeps moving on and you don't experience music in the same way that maybe the market wants you to. You know, I don't, I didn't have like a rediscovery totally. of John Prine because the market wanted me to it was because he died this year i didn't have like a right uh, uh, an experience where i was going back into early nine inch nails stuff because the market wanted to sell me like <laughs> like those records again i had it because i was like you know what i haven't listened to those in a while it it, it has nothing right. to do with like the best of 2020 it has everything to do with like what you're going through moment to moment what do you want to listen to? Right. You know, what are you interested in? What it, What is going to like challenge you? What is going to help you in this moment? You know, music isn't just a commodity necessarily. It is uh, oftentimes an endeavor and like an atmosphere you're trying to set for yourself. Right. And, and, I, and I know there's like a lot of, you know, like with the whole Spotify wrapped thing, like there's a lot of like reactions against it, which I am sympathetic to, to people who are saying like, well, like, you know, like Spotify is like, you know, a middleman, which it is, and like it, it doesn't need to exist, which it doesn't, which is true. You know, and then and it's also like it doesn't pay artists fairly, which is also true. Um, there's plenty of reasons why not to engage in that. And at the same time, like for me this year, Spotify has has its algorithm has helped me get exposed to a lot of stuff. Like be, I guess for me, because I, I only started using it really this year, it's still like the algorithm is still fresh enough, and like my tastes are like kind of. I guess still eclectic enough that it's like it's still bringing up kind of weird stuff that like you know I, and I've already noticed that it's starting to funnel me toward certain kinds of things sure um but but it's still been useful to me and I've you know and I still it's still been like the kind of main way that I've been listening to music recently and and it was fun Same. for me to see like what were what was the stuff that I racked up the most listens to and I you know I understand the impulse to want to share that um but then I don't know if you've seen this recently there's a, a an an app where you, where an AI or like you know some kind of program where an a- you can get an AI to tell you what kind of person you are based on those listens, and I resisted that. For me, that was a step too far because it's like no, 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 no. I have to say, I don't need a sarcastic. Was, was I am really disappointed that you resist- you resisted that because I also resisted it, and I thought for sure that if anyone was going to go for it, it, it would have been you. <laughs> 
no man no because that's the thing is like that I, I, that's one step further than i'm willing to go <laughs> is to let an ai tell me what kind of person i am oh man i really do you know what yeah, i mean i really thought you would have done it though hell no man all right well here's the fuck that five minutes of silence where that would that conversation would have been <laughs> I mean, now maybe I feel like I should just do it just to like be able to share this with on the podcast. <laughs> like, like that would have been pretty funny actually to read it out loud. That would have been super funny. Uh, uh, but we do fuck. plan out. Okay, these now I wish I'd done it. Uh, minute to minute, that's we have, true. We have a, an absolute plan of what we're talking about. So that's true. Yeah, but but no, I, mean, I just wanted to say like like I think uh, to take an extreme stance on this kind of stuff is tough. Yeah, because. But but at the same time, like what you're talking about is real. That like, you know, at a certain point, I I realized that like, and like, this is kind of like related to like me like going back to a lot of new metal stuff that I'd kind of really enjoyed in the past and then rejected because I was accepting other people's opinions about it without revisiting it myself. And so you get to a certain point where you're like, do I actually know what U2 is like, or are those just like opinions that I've that of other people's opinions that I've heard? You know what I mean? And and like, there's a real I think for us like a desire to to know to go to the source and to say actually yes like this is what my take is on this and because you know I, I i can't resist the impulse to have takes on things and like i've always kind of been that way you know what i mean like totally like i want to have like some i want to have an opinion about shit like that you know um but but so and so it's it's embarrassing and demoralizing at a certain point to realize that you're just or me i'll speak for myself that like i'm just like regurgitating someone else's opinion about something and then when someone like asks me any kind of probing question about it i'm like actually i don't know <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know what i mean i think it's you know like that, that that sucks also goes hand in hand with just the normalizing that idea of like you know i, I don't know I, I haven't checked that out right you know right. It, it has become totally uh a trope within a trope of, of saying like oh i know that band but like uh, you know uh, what are they? What right. are they like again? You know, I've heard the name. Yeah. I've, I've yeah, yeah, to it. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it, it's okay yeah. not to know. There's too much shit. I, I read. I it's read the Wikipedia article. Of shit. You know. Yeah. 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 Anyway, I don't know. It's tough. That's why I don't read any more best of lists. I will tell you, I will read almost every best of list that I can find, though, because okay. I just want to see what I've missed. That like, you know, I'll just right. scan through and I'll be like, yeah damn i should look at that i should look at this and, and there have not- been times where where i've listened to radio where i've listened to like the hits yeah or whatever and like i i, I really like that experience when, in the times that i've done that because i'm like it makes me feel connected to other people totally because i'm like oh i'm listening to the same thing that a bunch of other people are listening to and even when i'm like ah, i really hate this or whatever it still like feels like a communal experience i don't know yeah i agree 100 percent yeah. So basically the takeaway there is yeah. do whatever you like. Follow your bliss, live your truth. Do what you like. That's yeah. a digital love underground is love. song. Science is real. Science is real. <laughs> uh immigrants are welcome. Yeah. If you don't like it, yeah. This is my house. If you don't like it, I'll help you pack. All right? <laughs> all right, chief. All right, champ. Oh god. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Can I run through a couple of things that I had uh, a Please. good music moment with this year? Please. These are yeah, just yeah, musical yeah. events that I that had an impact on me. And I want to know. Number one. Oh, I sorry. want Max to do a hot or not. Okay. Are you ready? Oh, ooh, wow. Awesome. I'm not, I'm not yes, going to rank great. them. 
I refuse to do so that. So I'm going to pretend to have opinions about any, everything, even if I don't know what it is. That's going to be the game. I love that. Um, Here we go. Uh, JK Rowling uh, doubled down this year as being a transphobic piece of shit, terrible fucking okay. person. And even though Where's the music come in? Yeah. I don't really uh, give me a second, okay? Okay, I was, I was I was literally I'm so taken aback when they just started, started by saying the name J.K. Rowling. Look, I was not expecting I've that at it all. Some way, a J.K. Rowling, terrible, transphobic piece of shit. She terrible off. She has just put out a rap album in 2020. She, um, <laughs> she's gone to great lengths to make sure you know that she does not like trans people but also to, to to make sure her fans know that she doesn't give a shit that they that That's they would care true. you know even the actors that portrayed the characters she created in the movies have come out and said fuck you like <laughs> that's not what it is right like uh so one of the one of my favorite things that happened this year is that that a lot of britney spears stands which do you know what a, mm-hmm. you know what a stand is yeah, that's a song by Eminem where uh, it's about exactly. an obsessed fan who kills his wife. Perfect. And am I right about that? Yeah, hell a, yeah. A lot of Britney Spears fans came out and they've been trying to, I guess, overshadow or like over overwrite J.K. Rowling and say that Britney Spears mm. actually wrote Harry Potter books. Oh, I didn't. I uh, heard under about a this. pseudonym, and that it's actually a <laughs> Britney Spears win. So that it can be a J.K. Rowling loss, and, oh, wow. and I think that's great because it's like Britney can use her win. Fuck J.K. Yeah. Rowling. That's fine. That's great. That's you interesting. Know, even though it's, Harry it's a bit... is a weak character who never learned anything in magic school and had to rely on Hermione the entire time, he does get uh really goes through the emotional ringer though and i'm i really feel bad for how albus dumbledore treated him throughout those years but um but but that does also remind me and i don't know stop me if this is one of your other things but the way that k-pop fans um were like using i forget i think it was related to the protest that they were like spamming like different like surveillance technology or whatever that like the police were trying to use is this another one of your things? No, it's not one of my things, but I'm I'm trying to remember the exact way that they use that stuff. K-pop. Well, it, they, they would they would like they would spam it with fan cams with like images yeah. of their favorite like K-pop star. But they they um, I think K-pop came in a few times in the US election cycle mm-hmm. season where mm-hmm. they also bought mm-hmm. a ton of tickets to like the Trump rallies so that there would be empty seats. Right. Hilarious. Yeah, exactly. Great joke. 10 out of 10, 100 right. out of 100. Totally. And 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 like I think it's a kind of interesting perspective on like we're we're so pissed like oh like Russia is like meddling in our election like blah 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 you know and it's like okay well you know I actually want more meddling yeah, meddle yeah. as much as you I want lo- you know? I love <laughs> like, these like, meddlers <laughs> yeah it's awesome these meddlers yeah. are fucking cool yeah I wish someone else would just occupy us um, can I move on to an- another one yes number two oh wait so uh, I think that's hot. To me, that is hot. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that's a hot one, right? Yeah, uh, that's a hot one. So number two for me was John Darniel from the Mountain Goats. Uh, oh yeah, extremely literary songwriter, uh, avid Dungeons Dungeons and Dragons player, Magic the Gathering Absolutely. player, paying tribute yeah. to John Prine in a live stream uh, in his memory. John Prine passed away this year. That was another moment I had. I think just being by myself in an apartment listening to a lot of john prine having almost nothing to do but 
fake sourdough bread that didn't turn out anywhere near <laughs> edible. Damn. Uh, yeah, that was a good moment for me. That's nice. You know, it, it was. I, I, just I don't love, know if it was a yeah. great moment. It was a a good cathartic thing that happened. You know, seeing a guy that I listen to and look up to a little bit tear up about another guy I look up to and listen. You know, totally. there's layers there. Yeah, right. Like an onion. <laughs> Fuck you. Hot. That's don't hot. You dare bring Shrek into this? No, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I, I was exposed to a lot of music via the Shrek uh, outro uh, mashup that I that I had never heard I was, before. I that. was exposed to music. <laughs> I was, uh, I was ex- to, Shrek exposed. That, I, was, I walked around that. <laughs> my dad kept his ear, his hands clamped over my ear, so I wouldn't have to hear anything. I was exposed. Yeah, Damn. that's hot. That's two hots in a row. That's too hot to handle. Okay. Uh, Here's my third hot. Uh, Okay. Wait. Or not. Okay, I haven't decided yet. Third hot or not. Sorry. Uh, Bandcamp (laughs) Fridays. The the website Bandcamp decided that Friday and every month would be dedicated to giving musicians the full profit. They would be waiving their fees, uh, which are are not minimal in any way. They They do take away a significant portion of what you would make. Um, mm-hmm. so every Friday sort of became this thing where I would see, especially, uh, maybe just being me, a lot of friends posting stuff like, please buy my stuff. Uh, I'm a musician, <laughs> please buy these people's things. Like they need money, right. uh, especially in a year where almost everyone, uh, is very much struggling financially to, to make things T- work and, tightening and the trying old belt. to find some way to, to do it. You know, uh, yeah. I thought that was a very cool move. It is definitely not enough. It, it would be cool if someone like Spotify or, or Apple Music or, or some bigger streamer would like sign up for even like a day a month like Bandcamp does. Like it's that's crazy, right? Right. It's one day a month. Yeah. But I thought that was a cool moment. I guess series of moments. So it wasn't just one. Friday. Didn't Bandcamp? Wasn't it Bandcamp that opened up like a, a headquarters in Oakland? They did. Yeah, and they they yeah, have right. they had a couple shows there. That was like I think that started last year, like right before the end times. I, you know, isn't the before times? I've, I've walked by, but I've never I'd never been in. Uh, but I've I've had friends well, that played it, there it's, and it's, said it was it was okay. It's kind of like the Silicon Valley like ghost town kind of thing, where it's like boom or bust, man. Like you know when when times are good. The band camp is, you know, spreading all the love around sure. and and giving everyone free, you know, gold sieves. Uh, and then when when times are tight, you know, shut it down. And it's just like a big big tumbleweed. Yeah, and and it was like a physical store where they had records and CDs right. and stuff too, which is which is crazy to me. Yeah, bizarre. All right. Okay. Um, I, you know, I, yeah, I I. I want to say hot because it's a great thing that they're doing, but it's it's right on the middle for me because again it's like damn like what are we gonna do about these? How are we gonna distribute this music without Silicon Valley getting in the middle? You know. True. So we're just gonna say uh, maybe it's not hot. It's not not. It's just or. It's just right on the spot. It's just or. Yeah. All right. That's an or for me. Uh, next one I have is uh, you know a lot of. 
a lot of this past these past few months especially when i wasn't working at a warehouse i had a lot of time on my hands and i had mm-hmm. a few people ask me if i wanted a live stream and, and like play songs that i wrote and i said no hmm. how dare you okay don't ever yeah, talk to me again disgusting of you to ask i would yeah. never do that no one right, of course wants to see me do that <laughs> and i was right i don't know if that's true okay. uh unequivocally i was right because you did it and no one came <laughs> but yeah i have it it has been really cool seeing friends do that you know to to live stream or, yeah. or to put out content in general and one of my favorite things that i saw this year was my my friends who are in a band called Plattenbau, who did a live stream series from different rooms mm. of their apartment so they did like one in the bathroom one in the kitchen one in the bedroom one of the other room one in the hallway. Oh, that's dope. Uh, that might be too many. That might not be as as many as there are. Okay. But right. very cool. Uh, I like that. They're very talented people. And what's the name of the band again? Platin Bow. Platin Bow. Okay. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's hot. Shout out to Platin Bow. You're gonna call that one hot. You know what? It reminds me of. It is was one of my hots this year, which was the uh, Celebrity Imagine song. Ooh. That was hot. That was hot to me. Yeah. This is where yeah, hell yeah. Gal Gadot and, and oh, company Gal Gadot sang in, their, in, the, in, their in the headlines right now, yeah, too. Yeah. yeah. Sang Gal Gadot really you know, well. Still around. Still doing it. Yeah. So good at singing. So, so good. So good at acting, too, is what I understand. Yeah. Incredible. I haven't seen Wonder Woman 84, but... I should. I heard it sucks ass. Well, I'm excited to see it, so. Okay, well. <laughs> hot. It, that's hot. Uh, I have two more. You ready? Okay. I'm ready. Uh, Skatoon Network. Yeah, nice. All two words. This is someone who's nice. on YouTube taking apart popular songs, classic songs. Deconstructing. And making a ska version. Amazing. Instrument by instrument. I think plays all the instruments too. Right? And then you see them so in the cool. video. Yeah, multi-instrumentalist. Playing all the instruments yeah. back to you. So cool. It turns out not only is every song better in a ska version, as yep. you will find out watching the, the YouTube uh, discography, YouTube history, YouTube... That's true. That's true. Is the archive. The archive, yeah. But also that the CIA doesn't want you to know that Scott is cool, and that's why you don't agree with what yes. I'm saying already. Correct. Yeah, you've you've already been um, psyoped. You've been pilled. They've already... Wake up. You've been pilled. Yeah, you've taken the blue pill. you got to take the, the Scott pill, all right? <laughs> well... <laughs> Well, and I, I was just thinking, like, you know, the um, the meme format where it's like the futuristic, you know, like city with like the flying cars and like the green lawns and it's like society if something something. Sure. And so, like, I'm, just, I'm imagining one that must exist, but it's like society if, you know, if ska was still big. Yeah. Um, and I think that's true. That would have been huge. I think that's where we went wrong. Yeah, that's totally. where that's where we went wrong. That's where we went wrong. Is like if only the mighty mighty Boston's had become like the best-selling act of all time in the '90s, we would be 
um, we would have Bernie Sanders as president. Very true. Yeah. So look back and and think. So to that's yourself, on everyone what, who that's on everyone who doesn't like Scott. What has mustard plug done? That's for right. me. A lot. A lot. Personally. Yeah. So is that is that getting a hot or a not or an or? Extremely hot. Ex- it's extremely X, hot and it's X, it's X, off the scale. Hot. Got it. Yeah, but not XXX Tentacion. Um and the last one is you know what? I didn't write it down. Okay. Hot. I'm gonna say hot. Oh shit. I mean, the only reason that this is a problem is because you said I have two more. If you had just kind of gone one by one, it would have been fine. No one would have known. No, that's very true. All right. Do you want to go through your – do you have two more? I have one more. Yeah, one more. Let's go through it. Which – okay. Let's see so, if I remember mine. One of my all-time favorite accounts to follow, uh, watch this space because it's only going to grow, Brisk God. Wow. Um, Yeah. Brisk God is an individual who I believe lives in Canada. I've never seen, there's never been an admin reveal. I've never seen um, their appearance, but I'm sure they're very handsome. Um, but what they do is they will take a video. Some of my favorites are um, uh, funny animal videos, but others, other favorites are uh, old people, especially old men who've created some kind of a robotic contraption that is like a form of transportation that like it helps them traverse and so it'll be like i've seen one where it's like a guy in like a little like dragon like walker machine uh and then another one where there's like there's a guy like in like a bizarre looking helicopter um like looks like he's about to crash at any moment and he'll edit these videos with um often trap music often rap um that is very aggressive uh, or, or I mean, like there's a, there's a kind of a whole range, but um, but it's especially funny when it's like you know the kind of braggadocious um, rap lyrics and and like over like 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 a kind of elderly man like flying like a a, a strange DIY helicopter looks like it's about to like fall apart. Um, or another kind of funny genre is guys um, doing like who are behaving in a very tough manner, um, looking like they're like you know. Like, like doing like a like a cool dance that is definitely set to like some kind of you know aggressive music but instead what briscott has done is to put house music over it (laughs) and line it up in such a way that it looks like they're dancing to to this kind of like to house which uh is awesome which which is great stuff um but it, it kind of takes it deflates the performance often it like takes the air right out of whatever they're doing um right so so yeah so briscott has this has this just ability to edit video and to set music to it in such a way that it can like either highlight, you know, something about the video that you might not have noticed before. Um, or it can like, kind of like just suck the air right out of uh, what the original video is about. The other kind of general genre is animal videos where it's just animals being cute, animals fighting. What one that I saw today was, um, uh, a dog, and uh, like, like, kind of like licking a little baby raccoon, and then the raccoon has grown up and is like hugging the the dog from from behind, from on top of its head, and the dog is making kind of like a grimace, like a like a like it's about to growl. And the song, the lyrics are something like, you know, like like about how like love is is can be scary or like love can be like frightening or something like that. And it's just, 
I don't know. I just, uh, it always makes me giggle. Hell yeah. I mean, me too. That's Brisk God. I think. I'm a big fan. I actually bought a, a Brisk God t-shirt um, not too long ago. Do you have it? Yeah. What, do you want to see it? Nah, it's all right. It's a podcast, so it's like, all right. you know. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's, it's like, uh, I can describe it, though. It's a dog that has a satchel with dollar bills hanging out of it, and there's a frog on its head. And it's a t-shirt. And it's a t-shirt, and it says brisk guy. Human t-shirt. Yeah, it's a, it's a t-shirt for human beings. Um, although I've seen dogs wear human t-shirts before, and that's pretty funny. That's uh, And confusing, yeah. Um, I know. And it's kind of like, if a dog were wearing pants, would they wear them <laughs> like this? Or like this. <laughs> there's no way to know. And there's no way to know, especially because you can't. I'm I'm speaking. You can't, and you on can't the see what speech, I'm. Yeah. On human speech, yeah. <laughs> like this? <laughs> or like this? I think. You can get with this or you can get with that. I remembered my last one. It is uh, this sweatshirt I got from oh. Low, oh. Lower Grand Radio in Oakland. Nice. I don't know if they nice. have anything to do with music. They probably do. I assume so. Maybe I love it. If they do, if they do, I'd, I'd listen, um, you know, a few times a week. But go check them out. They make great sweatshirts. Community radio, great sweatshirts. DIY scene, making it happen during the quarantine. Yeah, that was an unintentional rhyme. Yeah. Maybe I think this might wrap up our our wrap up. Okay. Um, I think we said most of what needed to be said. Um, follow your heart. There's no guilty pleasures uh-huh. in 2021. No regrets. No regrets. Yeah. It's um, all on the table. Just It's all on the table. Like what you like. Make no apologies. Um, don't even make any resolutions if you don't want to. Um, I might, you know, but that's just me. Um, make sure that you listen to music that I like because I'm correct. Um, I don't know. Any other words of wisdom? Uh, Drink mezcal. uh, uh, Unless you don't, because that's fine. Yeah, you know, just survive. And if you can't survive, then... I guess die. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Then it's not your fault. Live, laugh, love. If you're not surviving easy, it's okay. No one is. This reminds me, um, there was a, a, the public library where I used to work, um, there was these signs that were like, the, like their, I don't know, it was one of their ad campaigns that they had at the library where it was it, connect, inspire, inform was the kind of like slogan. And in my mind, I always flipped it around to be uh, infect, conspire, conform. <laughs> um, so <laughs> I, just, I always got a kick out of that in my own mind. Oh, yeah. So, so, so 2021, we're infecting, we're conspiring and we're conforming oh yeah finally that's the that's that's the how i hear it way uh we appreciate everybody who's taken any time to listen to our rants and rambles amazing uh incredible that you made it very incredible to do that thank you thank you thank you thank you very much uh yeah we, we didn't we didn't really do a thanksgiving uh episode but i'm thankful for myself but also for jordan and especially to the listeners, and in particular <laughs> to uh, what does it say here, Jeffy Jarfri D. D. Yeah, Jar Jarfri. Yeah, 
uh, we whoever that we is appreciate shout out anybody who's taking the time to listen to our stuff it, it's very very cool we're very lucky to be able to like do something stupid that makes us feel good and <laughs> and it's like fun to do um oh and i i just am seeing uh breaking news that actually our uh, how i hear it cruise is back on um it's gonna be uh in just a few weeks you're gonna be able to get on this cruise um so jeffy d yeah it's back on baby yeah. your vip pass is back <laughs> let's go uh go check out our patreon page for a playlist that links to uh a playlist that we've made in tandem to this episode it is public it is free you don't have to be a member or anything like that if you do want to be a member we will not turn you away everyone who is clamoring (laughs) to listen to holiday music even though christmas has passed um you're in luck yeah uh stay tuned we have more episodes coming for you in the next few weeks we've got uh some some enormous plans for 2021 uh you won't you couldn't even fathom i can't even fathom them right at this point and a happy new year and a happy All new right. year we love you and thank you thank you all right bye okay bye yeah.